Always seek the advice of your own physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition that is not podiatry related. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay seeking it because of something you've heard on this podcast. This is WTF What the Foot Radio Podcast. The podcast to tune in to learn all about feet in the news, sports, and healthcare. Let us be your first step to healthier feet. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Dennis Timko, and thank you for joining us today on our second podcast. We will be discussing something important. Basically, when you go to a doctor, most of the time it's due to pain or some sort of injury that occurred, especially when you go to a podiatrist or a foot doctor is what we're talking about. And your goal is to get rid of that pain. And me as a physician, podiatrist, goal is to get rid of that pain without causing any side effects or minimize side effects. This episode will talk about how we treat generalized foot pain and what are the most common conditions that I see for foot pain. I will also treat you with another Timco tip on how I treat my own pain without using any prescription medications. So what types of problems cause foot pain? I see many types of foot pain, ankle pain issues, including arthritis, plantar fasciitis, ingrown toenails, sprains, broken bones, even fungal toenails, how thick they can get, and then they push against your shoe, bone bruises, cartilage damage, tendonitis, others including arthritis like autoimmune disorders, even gout, or even related to alcohol, environmental, diet, smoking, viruses, and even infections from bacteria. They can all cause pain. So let's talk first about how your body reacts to pain. We have to kind of step back and talk a little science. First, an injury occurs. Then you get trauma. What happens? You get swollen. You get red. Your body part gets hot, warm, and then the pain kicks in. How does that happen? Well, what occurs is when trauma happens, it initiates a arachidonic acid cascade. What is arachidonic acid? Well, basically, it's a fat in your cells membrane. When you have a trauma that occurs or a internal injury, it breaks apart these membranes. And then the arachidonic acid from the phospholipids and the fats turn on and go through this cascade. And basically, it's your body's way of raising the flag. There's an injury, you hurt yourself, or your body's fighting something. It's your body's way of telling your brain that you are injured, hurt, sick, whatever, and it becomes inflamed. That is what we call, what I call, raising the flag. Your body then releases what we call cytokines. Cytokines are proteins that communicate with your cells and tell them what to do. This starts your immune response to the stimuli that injured or hurt you and begin the healing process. But unfortunately, the healing process begins with pain and swelling. So remember this, pain is your friend, not your enemy. Why do I say that? Well, let me tell you my story recently happened to me and how it changed my way of practicing. It started with 
Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It was a great idea for me and my son to join Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu about two years ago. Best thing I ever did. I wish I had found about it a long time ago when I was little. I think any child or adult should get involved in this because I feel that it is a great workout for both your brain and your body. I consider it like human chess. But let's get to the point here. So about a year ago, I was practicing as a white belt. I was training real simple sparring drill with another white belt. When I was tripped as I passed my opponent and my foot was caught under his leg, I fell down on my right side and heard a big crack from my ankle. I never knew that it could happen to me, but how can a podiatrist get hurt? How did this doctor get hurt? No way. I actually didn't feel anything and it didn't hurt right away. Why? Why did it not hurt me? Well, it eventually hurt, but the first few seconds, maybe even a minute or two, I didn't realize it was broken. But the real reason was I was taking a medicine called ibuprofen. What is ibuprofen? Ibuprofen is what we call a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, or an NSAID. It is a short-term anti-inflammatory. So if you drive a electric type of vehicle, we call this the accelerator. Ibuprofen is like the brake and the cytokines are the accelerator. They accelerate the inflammation of the body and the starting of the body to heal. Whereas ibuprofen is the brake. So I routinely took this medicine on a twice a week basis, only pretty much when I was going to class when I was training because it really made me feel better. I had dealing with lower back pain for about 10 years. I had two partially torn discs in my lower back, L4, L5, and it was most likely due to my five to seven years of starting my practice where I was working in home care, doing home visits, nursing facilities, requiring me to bend down a lot and help the elderly and disabled patients. But the medicine made me feel good made me feel younger and I was able to fight and train longer without stiffness until it wore off. But I knew better. NSAIDs are only short-term help and don't fix the problem. They're just a cheap band-aid. So remember what I said about the pain being your friend and not your enemy. Well, without the pain, I didn't feel that my ankle was getting ready to twist. My ankle and my foot were sort of numb. I felt pretty good. I felt strong. Stiffness was gone, didn't feel any pain. And then when my foot was twisting and then it broke, my nerves and pain receptors that normally tell you that your ankle's turning too far weren't working. They became lazy due to the ibuprofen in my system. And then, ouch, could I have prevented this from happening had I not been on ibuprofen during those classes? Possibly, we'll never know. But I do feel that it had a contributing factor. So we have been taught many years of practice and schooling that traditionally our first treatment of choice and the standard of care is the use of anti-inflammatory medicine, whether it's an oral medicine, something you take by pill, or it's an injection. Maybe you go to the doctor and he gives you a cortisone shot. All those are anti-inflammatory treatments. But again, it's not a cure. It's a band-aid for the pain. And they're cheap band-aids. And they don't last. So what can we do to battle this pain from injuries that nobody likes? Nobody wants to be in pain. Unless it's a good pain. 
like working out, like going to the gym, getting that lactic acid built up when you get back the next day. That's a good pain. Then you know you did something good. But I'm talking about the bad pain. The ones that you can barely walk. You're limping. It hurts. It lasts for more than just a day or two. There are two traditional ways to treat pain in the body. Anti-inflammatories called NSAIDs that we briefly mentioned prior to this, like the ibuprofen I was taking, or steroids. But they have a lot of side effects, such as cardiovascular risk, stomach ulcers, osteoporosis, decreasing your immune system. The difference between a steroid and an NSAID, this is important. Remember this, if a doctor gives you an NSAID, like ibuprofen or diclofenac or Celebrex, those are sample non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. They block one of the pathways of the arachidonic acid that I mentioned earlier. So the NSAIDs is like having a cup of water. So let's go back a second here. Let's say your house is on fire. Let's use that as an example of pain and inflammation. So pain and inflammation, house is on fire. How do you get that house on fire to go out? What do you need? You need water, water. Let's call 911 and get the fire trucks out here and get the fire out. That will get our pain gone. So do you take a cup of water, which is an NSAID, and sit there with a bunch of cups of water to pour on your house? How fast is that fire going to go out? Or do you take a big fire truck with a big hose and hose it down from the top or even get some of those big helicopters to come down? Those are steroids. So steroids, they will stop the arachidonic acid pathway a lot higher than the NSAID will. The NSAID goes down lower on the pathway and only blocks a couple pathways below the main pathway. So if you get the big guy out with the steroid, you don't have to worry about the little guys. That's why steroids steroids are so powerful. However, they have a lot more side effects like I mentioned before, osteoporosis, decreasing your immune system, which is not a good idea during COVID time. So this is what we have done in the past. We used non-steroidal anti-inflammatories or steroids. We also use cortisone injections for a particular problem, say in the ankle or the heel or a part of the body that's injured like the knee. And some physicians will give cortisone shots. And again, those have side effects too. Some of those include atrophy of the skin. It can waste away your joint if you have more than two or three a year. Now let's bring you to our Timco tip of the day. And now it's time for a Timco tip. Timco tip. And this Timco tip is what I've been working on really hard this year. Incorporating herbal medicines to pain relief to slowly remove the over-the-counter or prescribed anti-inflammatory medication. I feel herbal medications should be complementary and alternative to traditional medicines and not just rely on traditional medicines such as NSAIDs or steroids. Here are some types of natural relieving medicine therapies that I recommend. And I will leave an article in my show notes for you if anybody would like to see where I got this information from. Number one, turmeric. 
great for morning sickness, rheumatoid arthritis, irritable bowel syndrome, and ulcerative colitis. Turmeric is a great substitute for inflammation. Ginger, great for osteoarthritis, has been also shown to work in synovial fluid and inhibit the COX pathway, the arachidonic acid. It's almost identical to 100 milligrams of diclofenac, which is an NSAID, without the side effects. Rosemary. Rosemary has been known to work better than certain proton pump inhibitors for acid reflux and for gastric ulcers. Evening primrose plus hemp can help treat multiple sclerosis and even reduce relapses in multiple sclerosis. Devil's claw. I would say contraindicated with people with GI ulcers. And my favorite, Boswellia. This is from a gum resident in a tree, Boswellia tree. And combining Boswellia and turmeric as well as cat's claw has been shown to work very well, and that's what I use. Dog rose from the rosacea family, stinging nettle or nettle leaf in combination with rosehip and willow bark, which willow bark is very similar to aspirin. These help suppress the COX-2 and the cytokines in the chondrocytes, which are cells in cartilage. So you can see how this would help with arthritis. Another one is called cat's claw, which is similar to an anti-inflammatory action such as dexamethasone, which is commonly used in steroid shots or cortisone shots. I actually use a quarter cc of dexamethasone, which is a little bit in each cortisone shot for my patients. And cat's claw is shown to be very similar in the anti-inflammatory action. Also, in addition to cat's claw, it's commonly given with herbal medicines such as boswellia and turmeric in combination work really well to inhibit the COX-2 pathway. Other types of herbal medicines that have anti-inflammatory effects but are not used as often are sage, black currant, avocado, soybean, olive, and bilberry. I'd like to talk about the importance of omega-3 fatty acids and how they help inflammation in the body. They are polyunsaturated fatty acids that play a critical role in the human body and are particularly abundant in the heart, brain, eye, and joints, which is mostly related to my practice as I deal with a lot of different joints of the foot and ankle. Polyunsaturated fatty acids and their metabolites regulate a number of important body systems on a cellular level, including cardiovascular, pulmonary, immune, nervous, and endocrine systems. At high levels of omega fatty acids can decrease the production of cytokines. Remember, when I mentioned that cytokines were the communicators of the cells during the response of an injury or an infection, remember cytokines are the accelerator and omegas are the opposite and act like the brake, similar to steroids, but without the side effects. It's important that omega-3 index is in the range of 8 to 12%, but unfortunately, the majority of Americans are low. Most of us are in the 3 to 5%. The FDA has determined that in order to have an index in the 8 to 12%, you have to consume about 3,000 milligrams of a day of EPA and DHA. Unfortunately, those fatty acids are mostly seen in fish, 
So if anybody understands those types of fatty acids a little better than me and can tell me what we can do to find them in a plant-based type of food, because I'm a vegetarian, mostly a vegetarian. I do eat some fish and I supplement with DHA and EPA. But as mostly a vegetarian, I've heard that chia seeds and flax seeds can contain some omega-3 fatty acids, but not sure if they contain the right amount of EPA and DHA. If anybody out there is listening, please let me know if you have some good ideas for plant-based options to increase our omega-3 fatty acids. So going back to my favorite, Boswellia and turmeric, utilizing turmeric for herbal anti-inflammatory treatment and adding a substance like pepper, fenugreek, or buttermilk can increase what they call the bioavailability. And studies have shown that the addition of fenugreek with curcumin, which is turmeric, has shown a 45.6 increase in bioavailability. This was a study that was done which proves that plain old turmeric, that if you just buy that over the counter at a grocery store and cook with it, is not necessarily going to give you the best results for anti-inflammatory action. But if you get it in its most purest form and concentrated and add fenugreek to it, this will increase its effects in the body. And what is bioavailability? Well, basically... It is a measure of the rate and fraction of the initial dose of a drug that successfully reaches either the site of action or the bodily fluid. So basically what that means is it gives more potency and more availability of the active form of the medicine to actually be working in your body because some of the drugs that you take, whether it's over-the-counter, herbal, or something prescribed, not all of the drug that's given to you is working and doing an action. Some of it is extreated out of your body. Some of it doesn't completely get digested. So the bioavailability is what actually is working and doing its job. In addition to increasing the bioavailability of the medicine, the other thing that adding fenugreek to your Boswella and turmeric is that it extends the half-life to last longer from one hour to three hours. And also the brain utilizes curcumin and turmeric over 200 times better with fenugreek than without. So a lot of problems with inflammation in the brain, fenugreek, Boswella, and turmeric will be very useful. Other reasons to take Boswellia and turmeric is it helps with arterial stiffness, which arterial stiffness is in the arteries, the membrane surrounding the arteries get harder and causes higher blood pressure. So in the tunica media, which is the middle of the outside of your arteries, where the blood flows and the artery pumps, when it gets less stiff, it's easier to pump. And so the blood pressure is lowered. So I hope this episode wasn't too over everybody's heads and that some of you got some good information on herbal medicines for anti-inflammatory help for foot pain as well as other body parts being in discomfort and 
some simple ideas of how to combat our pain in our body and our feet and to minimize side effects of traditional prescription strength anti-inflammatories. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast today. And if you need to get a hold of me and want any more information on the subject today, just send me an email at drtimco at feetdoc.com or look me up at stlfeetdoc on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for listening to WTF What the Foot. We hope you continue to step forward to better foot health.